The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going over some interesting developments coming out about the Roquan Smith situation. It just... This, this is going to be the story that almost never ends until it ends. We'll also talk about Braxton Jones' comments about how Robert Quinn has helped him. Uh, kind of piggybacking off of yesterday when we talked about Robert Quinn's comments on Braxton Jones. So we're going to do a flip-flop on that. And then last, we'll talk about things that I'm going to be looking out for in the Bears' first preseason game against the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bears Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So first up, this is this Roquan Smith thing is just it's it's just become a really interesting, like just case study and thing to watch. It's, it's really freaking strange, man. Like, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's really freaking strange, bro. Like, so we we now first off, we got um uh. uh Adam Schefter was on ESPN 1000 and he talked about, so he's gotten the details of the contract offer that the, that uh, the bears offered Roquan Smith. And so what Schefter did is he used his uh, resources and sources to, to send that deal out to other NFL teams to kind of get a feel on if it was a fair deal or not. And so what's come out of that is that most NFL teams did agree that that is a fair deal that the bears have offered Roquan Smith. Now, We've heard everything about it that, you know, they have some de-escalators in there that maybe Roquan was against. Um, also, the amount of guaranteed money may be a thing. He wants to be paid to a certain degree. We've heard all that. And it's just every time we hear more and more about this, I don't know if I've ever in such a short amount of time have done has like something has changed my perception so much to on the point of Roquan Smith. Like what? I've, I've now for about a week and a half, if not two weeks, have been saying, pay that man. And then now by everything that's coming on coming from it it's it's like hey bro are you tripping a little bit like like you might be tripping a little bit and so while i still do want to see very much so roquan smith stay a chicago bear more and more that comes out it just it just makes it even more interesting and i don't know like let me know down below have you changed your perception on roquan smith because any of this news that comes out hasn't made you maybe be more in his favor maybe be more in the favor of the front office let me know where you guys sit on that and if this has changed your mind and not because i'll tell you what where i came in kind of wholeheartedly just all supporting roquan i now see that hey maybe even if the bears aren't quite offering what roquan wants roquan's also tripping a little bit like it's and then so what makes this more interesting is what came out today so on pro football talk Mike Florio, uh, which I probably mispronounced his name, uh, said that, you know, he cited sources of teams calling that there's somebody on behalf of Roquan Smith calling teams trying to figure out a trade. Now, keep in mind, Roquan Smith does not have an agent. That is the person who, if anything, could be doing this. So this now creates a separate set of problems for Roquan Smith, is that whoever, whoever is making these calls on his behalf is not certified by the uh, NFL Players Association to be acting as an agent and even trying to broker any deals. 
The second is, is that Roquan Smith has not been given permission by the Chicago Bears to seek a trade. So if any NFL team does start trades with whoever this is that is making calls and the Bears are notified of this illegal contact, they could be penalized for tampering and Roquan Smith himself could possibly be fined as well. This is like the biggest soap opera that I've seen in a minute in sports, right? Like the Kevin Durant shit be, be side. Like this is, this is wild. And if this is true, right? If this is something that his sources are correct on and we get more, don't be surprised if you see an investigation and things from that. What is happening? What is, what is this turning into, right? That's the biggest question in all of this. What the hell is this turning into? Because like, it's, oh man, this is, it's, it's wild. Like, it's legitimately just crazy how this is turned into if, again, now this part is speculation, right? The other part I was reporting based off something that somebody else cited from sources, but I'm now giving my own thoughts to this. If Roquan is in touch with anybody, he knows the person that's making these calls, or, or God forbid, he's, he's giving them instruction to do this, it's the stupidest thing that Roquan Smith could possibly fucking do, right? It's, it's literally one of the most idiotic things that he could possibly do. Now, again, there's been nothing and no sources that's, that said that this is coming from Roquan Smith or by the direction of Roquan, just that somebody is contacting NFL teams on his behalf. But it's like, what is going on, man? What is happening here? This is crazy. So as this, this continues to develop, it continues to turn into more shit and, and, a, and a shit storm is what it's basically turning into. Like, it's wow. Like, I never would have thought it would have turned into quite this right when the trade request came i thought it was all as a tactic to try to get uh the bears uh light the, the flame under the bears feet because they weren't offering a deal now what comes is that the, the bears are offering a a reasonable deal it's roquan is being really quite unreasonable it's a lot of things coming out from this and it just raises more and more questions every single day but let me know what you guys think about it down below do you think like do you do you <sighs> How do you think this ends up going? Like, the more and more this happens, I really do think this may end up in Roquan Smith being traded. I really do. I'm really starting to get to that point. I still want to see him be a Chicago Bear. I still want to see them fix this relationship. But the weirder and weirder this gets, the more I think that this is going to end in a trade in Roquan Smith not being a Chicago Bear. But we'll continue to see and monitor how that goes on. Now, yesterday's story, to move on to the next one, we talked about Robert Quinn's comments on Braxton Jones. And he had very... Very positive comments on the young rookie. And so Braxton Jones was then interviewed, and now we get the flip side of it from him. And this is the quote from Braxton Jones. He says, I think the biggest thing for me is just the quickness of it. Going against maybe a rookie, no offense to any of the rookies or anything like that, they're just not as quick to the point. He's he's uh, really quick, talking about uh, Robert Quinn, he's really quick to the point. He's on you like that. The biggest thing for me that might not even be win or loss, I think just getting used to that quickness and his reaction time is amazing. So I think that's one of the big things too. Now, Braxton Jones also went on to admit that he's still getting used to the speed of the game. He still has uh, to get a better understanding of the game and the scheme as well. But Braxton Jones has just come in and impressed in ways that you want a rookie to do. And shout out to Baki as well, who you guys may or may not know if you're on uh, Twitter and Bears Twitter, Chicago Sports Twitter as well. But shout out to Baki is that you know, me and him had a conversation, um, and it was in general, it was in a group chat, so it wasn't just me and him, but like, off how many of the Bears players, how many of the Bears rookies need to hit for this to be looked at as a successful draft? And I, and I immediately responded with Velius Jones, um, Brisker, Gordon, and if, 
if Braxton hits as well, that's four players in one draft. That's not even to say if any other players do come on. We still got Tristan Ebner as well, who I'm going to talk about in the next segment. This draft could be one of the better drafts as far as depth for the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls, see? I cover the Bulls every day. Um, for the Chicago Bears in quite a while. And if that does come to fruition, this has to be looked at as a successful first draft for Ryan Poles. Now, again, would I have liked to see Ryan Poles had draft pickings? Yes, I would have loved to see it. We could have got pickings and Valius Jones in the same draft. And imagine having St. Brown, George Pickens, uh, Valius Jones, and Darnell Mooney as your wide receiver core. That's a solid core. But with, with that being said, woulda, coulda, shoulda aside, right? I, again, I try not to let my, my desires become expectations for the team. But looking at what this team did, looking at the fact you get two rookies who are going to start in your secondary and, and could change the outlook of a secondary that's been sliding for years and years, you very well could, could, could have fixed that in this draft, especially if Eddie Jackson has a bounce back year as well. This is going to be a really interesting way to, uh, just way to see how the players that we got in this draft in Ryan Pohl's first take at leading the Chicago Bears and how many of these players do stick on the Chicago Bears team and on this franchise and how long they do stick around as well. It's going to be one of the more interesting things, I think, to watch. And I think that we could walk away with this of four more players being considerably or, ha- or playing considerable snaps and playing considerable roles for the Chicago Bears for in this season and maybe seasons to come. So let me know down below. What do you guys think of that? How many players out of this draft do you think have to hit or does it take the impact? that If, if like one goes on to have a surefire huge career does that make the whole draft successful as a whole like i'm looking at this and as many bites of the apple as they have as many more draft picks as he did acquire this is going to be a solid draft i think when we look at the longevity of it for the chicago bears but all right off that one let me know what you guys think on that one down below now the next thing that i want to talk about the bears have their first preseason game tomorrow we'll be able to do our first well oh by the way i guess this is my first time announcing this So the way that we're going to do our game coverage, you will get a halftime hangout is what I call it, in which we'll go live during the halftime of the game. And then you'll also get a post game live stream from me, uh, from us as well, covering the game once the game is over with. So be on the lookout for that. But in that, I want to talk about things that I'm looking out for in the Bears first preseason game. And of course, we're going to start from the top, our quarterback, Justin Fields. What is his grasp of this offense? And for that matter, what does the Luke Getze offense look like? And I've said it before. I'm not expecting it to be a well-oiled machine. I'm not expecting it to be his final form here in the first preseason game. This offense is going to continue to evolve, get get quicker, uh, get, get, get solid, get more together over the course of the first half of the season. But what does that offense look like? What are the bones of that offense? What type of offensive scheme are we going to run? We have what we expect. But how is that going to be executed? Now, it's going to be kind of hard to get that because Iberfus uh, um, uh, uh, has come out and said that, uh, that he expects the starters to play between, I think, between 10 and 20 snaps. So we'll see. It's not going to be a huge amount of sample size. But what in that time does this offense look like? Does Justin Fields look more comfortable than what he looked last season? Does he show a better understanding of the game going through his progressions, things like that? Another one that I'm looking for is Tristan, Tristan, I can always say Tristan, Tristan Ebner. And that's why I alluded to earlier in this. The fact that he comes in and that with his quickness, his speed, I expect him to be on special teams, but he's kind of down the depth chart of that. That lets me know that they may, especially in preseason, be trying to take a look at him at the at running back and see what he can do. He's been a good surprise in training camp so far. What does Tristan Ebner look like? In the time that he gets, especially if the starters are only playing between 15 and 20 snaps, 
That means that a player like Tristan Ebner could play considerable snaps in that preseason game. What does that look like? Wide receiver to Jay Sharp as well. A player who probably would have not gotten a lot of time, but considering we don't know what's going on with Byron Pringle, Nikhil Harry's out. Vegas Jones, I think it's still day-to-day. He's probably going to play in the game as well. What does it look like from him? Does he stick around in this team? He's going to be given the opportunity because of the injuries in that wide receiver um, core. What does he look like in this game? The offensive line as a whole, right? Both Tevin Jenkins, uh, both Braxton Jones. Like, if Tevin Jenkins even gets in any snaps, again, you expect the starters not to play, so he's going to get some snaps there. But Braxton Jones and that starting offensive line, what does that look like for the Chicago Bears? What do they look like in their time? That's one of the biggest question marks for the Chicago Bears team. Another one, Nicholas Morrow, especially with not going, knowing what's going on with Roquan Smith. Nicholas Morrow, can, like with Roquan away from the field, he's going to have a lot of opportunities to shine and show what he can do. He's going to be looked at to do a lot in holding down that linebacker position. So what what he does with that is going to be extremely interesting to see because we may he may be a big part a bigger part than what we thought coming into the season if it does eventually go the way that I think that is going now with Roquan not being on this team and then lastly the rest of the rookies Jaquan Brisker Kyler Gordon what do they look like what is that Bears secondary what does the Bears defense as a whole look like we know that defense has been I talked about the the, the secondary being on the slide that defense as a whole has been on the slide for quite a while. What does Matt Eberfus, being a de- coming from being a de- defensive coordinator, what does his defensive scheme look like? How do these players look like in it? Do the confidence, the words that we've been hearing from the rookies in Gordon and Brisker, do they show that on the field? Those are the things that I'm looking out for in this first preseason game from the Chicago Bears. Sound off down below. Let me know which some of the things that you're going to be looking for in this first game for the Chicago Bears. But other than that, Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Chicago Bears Central. I love you guys so much, man. The growth of this channel over the last really couple of weeks has been exponential, and that's because of you guys, and we appreciate you guys for that. Make sure you're tuned in with us. Follow us at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Love you guys. Bear down. We got Bears football coming tomorrow, people. I'm excited. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media. Media.